The coronavirus has plagued our nation. Numerous businesses have closed their doors and employers have made the choice to work remotely. Times like these are difficult and test our ability to be flexible when our normal routine is disrupted. But working from home does not have to be a challenge. In this episode, I will give you my best tips and advice for working from home, even when you can't work in your favorite coffee shop or lunch spot. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. Are you interested in running for office? Want to work on a campaign? At the Leadership Institute, it is our mission to increase the effectiveness of conservative activists and leaders in the public policy process. We offer over 40 different trainings, including campaign management school, on-camera TV trainings, and writing workshops. If you want to make a difference in public policy, visit leadershipinstitute.org. That's leadershipinstitute.org. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Lead Your Future podcast. Um, Stay tuned for a special interview with Abby Alger, the Director of Digital Training at the Leadership Institute. Let's just jump right in. Um, I'm going to give you some of my three, I think, core and foundational tips and advice for working from home, and then we will have the interview with Abby. Um, So first off, I think what is most important and what really needs to be talked about is when you're working from home, you need to set a morning routine or set a getting started routine. Some people, they don't like to work in the morning, so either or, but you have to set a routine to start your day. Um, you have to figure out what in your morning routine indicates you're about to start work. So it can be a cup of coffee. It can be going out and just running, taking a jog, um, getting dressed, so getting out of your PJs, even though that's what everybody says a perk is of working from home is wearing your PJs. But I would not recommend wearing your PJs all day while you do your work as it can lead you to be more unproductive. A routine, it can be more powerful than just clocking in at a certain time during the day because it's easy when you have to go into work and you drive to work and... Um, you park your car, you walk to work, you sit at your desk, all right, work is starting. You need to emulate that same action of getting to work and starting your work at your desk when you're at home. So like I said, coffee, going out for a run, maybe after you walk your dog, you come back and that's when you start your day. Um, This is something that will, it's very important and it will get you started for the rest of the day and you can be very productive and get a lot of work done. Next tip is make sure you choose your workspace wisely. The sofa, the floor, the kitchen table, among all of the chaos, these are not the best places to work remotely. You must choose wisely because wherever you work, wherever you choose your workplace to be, it can be the difference between a productive workflow and a forgotten to-do list. So this is very important. Make sure you choose a really nice workspace. Um, some people, what they do is they actually decorate it a certain way that will inspire them throughout the day. So if you're in a more creative position, um, but if you're more, um, you know, technical based, maybe keep it clutter free. Um, make sure you have no distractions. Either it could be in a separate room or um, just somewhere in the house where or apartment where it's just quieter and less distractions. Choose that space very wisely. Um, Another tip is some people, when they 
choose their workspace they enjoy a lot of natural light coming in through the window that's something I really like I I'm not that big of a fan of just a room with a light um, I really enjoy having the window or I can either look outside or just have some natural light coming in while others they enjoy they rather have a certain type of light and choose the light bulb and have no natural light coming in through the windows make that choice make that decision choose where you're more comfortable and where you can be of course the most productive and be the best you that you can be and actually a quick fact for you guys among performance-based remote work statistics 85 percent of businesses confirm that productivity has increased in their company because of this greater flexibility of working from home and also two-thirds of managers report that employees who work from home increase their overall productivity so that's kind of crazy. It's sh it's showing us that working from home increases your productivity by so much. And another great perk, it's reported that 82% of telecommuters reported lower stress levels. That's awesome. Take advantage of this time where you are not going to be as stressed as you may usually be. And lastly, make sure you maintain communication with your work and friends. So for your work, the best way to maintain communication, it's something I'm doing right now, is using websites like Asana. Asana is a great task management app as well as website where you can have team projects on there, you can have your own indiv individualized tasks and you can organize them accordingly. This, this platform has been so helpful for me, especially working from home because I've been able to stay on top of the things that I needed to get done. And my other coworkers are able to uh, hold me accountable and this is just very helpful for me um, with motivation. Um, another thing you can use something called Teams. So if you have an Outlook account, there's also something called Teams where you can use it for chats, you can use it for file sharing, and so many. It does so many things. I'm discovering how much more things it does right now. Um, so use Teams. Um, of course, communicate over email as much as possible, and make that decision that are you more productive having meetings throughout the week? Or are you more productive not having meetings and just sending an email with the things you would say in a meeting? make that conscious decision because later on down the road you might be having a ton of meetings and realize that you haven't been able to get any work done. So make that choice, choose between meetings or email and work with your coworkers on that and tell them what will work best for you. But of course, make sure you keep your boss up to date on things. Make sure you tell them what either what you're doing throughout the day or throughout the week so they know they can trust that you are responsible and that they can trust that you're gonna get what needs to get done even when you're not at your desk in the, the office, that you can do these things at home. And also, it's easy to feel isolated when you're working remotely because you're away from coworkers. Um, you lock yourself in a room for maybe four hours and forget to eat um, just to get your work done. But make sure you don't neglect those that are around you. So give your friend a call. Give your mom and dad a call. Check in on them. Let them check in on you. And just check in on your loved ones that are at home with you. This will keep you motivated to continue your work throughout the day and it'll up your emotions throughout the day as well. Um, and also, this is a great opportunity to go above and beyond with your work. If you're working on a new project, go the extra mile, get creative with it, take advantage of this extra time you have and this time you have by yourself where you can be more creative and this is your chance to get noticed. Take advantage of this time that you have by yourself where you are away maybe from the distractions of your office. Take advantage of that as much as possible because who knows, this could be the difference between a promotion and maybe a raise. 
So that's all of the tips I have for you today. But stay tuned after this short break. I have my interview with Abby Alger. She is an expert at working from home. She does it almost every day. So she has a lot of great advice that she can give all of you guys. So stay tuned for that interview. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. Are you looking to launch your career? Do you want to gain real, professional experience while sharpening your media skills? Then apply today to be a studio's intern here at the Leadership Institute. As a studio's intern, you'll master Adobe programs and get behind-the-scenes access to media professions across the board. Just go to leadershipinstitute.org and click on the Career tab to learn more. That's leadershipinstitute.org and click on the Career tab to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I am on the phone with Abby Alger. She is the Director of Digital Training at the Leadership Institute. Welcome, Abby. Thank you for having me. Um, so I want to kind of start off with um, what it's like to work from home, because I know you've been working from home for a while from, through LI, um, and now due to the virus, a lot of people are at home. So can you just kind of give us a breakdown of like your duties or how you, how you work at home? Yeah, so I think it's first important to say two things about working from home at this particular moment in time. The first is that this isn't a normal time. So an adjustment to working from home or finding it challenging or just feeling like it's overwhelming is probably more a function of what strange and unexpected times we're living in rather than just being at home. Um, Because normally like one of the things I love doing and working from home is making sure that I work from a coffee shop a few days a week or work from the library or just something to get out of the house. So obviously that's not something that we all can do right now. Um, And the second is that I'm happy to give my work from home advice but I think there's also a lot of people facing, you know, they have kids at home because schools are closed or other family care obligations that just don't exist in the normal world. Um, and by the normal world, I mean a time outside of coronavirus. So a lot of what I'll be talking about is from my experience, but I, I do want to acknowledge that these are very strange times. So mm-hmm. it, it won't be quite as universally applicable. Um, but in general, one of the things that's great about working from home, I think, is the is finding the type of work that matches the environment you are in. So things that require a high degree of collaboration or working with a lot of other people in real time obviously become much more challenging. That's what an office environment is designed for. But longer form or independent work, for me, I do a lot of writing. So that longer form independent work, whatever that looks like in the role that you have at your organization, is something that you can easily tackle, have just no distractions or minimal distractions, and the time to really dedicate to work through and on that product. So looking for things where you can do the long form work, um, for me that's always been related to creative production, just because I work in digital, but for other people it'll be different. And then also thinking about things that are sort of proactive work where you are creating something new or putting something new out into the world is something that lends itself while they're working from home as well, because you won't always be able to get that real-time feedback from colleagues. And so finding a way to leverage that solo time and make the most of it, I think is a, is a real key to productivity. Um, of course, one of the things that I've loved about working from home is that you know, every few weeks, sometimes as frequently as every week, I get to go back to the leadership student and see people in an office. So I sort of have the best of both worlds. So I will also be figuring out 
in the next couple of weeks what it looks like to work from home for so many weeks in a row without ever going back to an office. Um, and I think it will be, it'll be different <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely. This is actually, this is my first time working from home. Um, fairly early. I mean, I'm very new in my career. So it's, it's very, it's kind of great that I get this opportunity to work from home. But what I'm noticing is that there are a lot of challenges that come with it. Let's say distractions, like my cat Marble, she loves to, you know, hop on my laptop or um, there's a TV series I want to watch. It's just finding, <laughs> I think one of the biggest challenges is um, like finding that the way to get rid of those distractions. For you, what have you seen as your biggest challenge you face working from home? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think that's something that everybody faces is just finding that new normal and that new routine because you don't realize how many little routines throughout your day just help set you up for success and prepare you for that next activity seamlessly until you're thrown into a totally new world with a totally new routine. Um, for me, I am very routine based and that's a really big help for me. Um, it helps that I have a dog. She is also attempting to be a distraction <laughs> during work days. She has definitely joined more than one online training for the Leadership Institute. Hopefully people enjoyed that. Um, but having that routine, waking up, going outside, spending some time outside the house first. Um, normally pre-coronavirus days, you know, we'd walk over to a little coffee shop, chat with some other folks who are always there in the morning and had that nice moment of community before coming home and starting to work. Um, one thing that I think is also really helpful is to find a dedicated workspace in your apartment or in your house. When I first started working from home, I was working from a very small one bedroom apartment. <laughs> so there was, everything was right there. Like it was the open floor plan, uh, living room, kitchen, like it was all right there. So just even having a small desk um, and choosing that to be a workspace. One thing that helped me a lot was as silly as it sounds, I got a $20 magazine rack holder from Target. And so when I go to work and come home from work, even now, although I live in a house now that has like a dedicated office space, I put all my work stuff in that office holder or that magazine holder, put it back on the shelf. That's leaving work. And when I start work in the morning, it's like, I take that out. I spread it all out. It's my laptop, my mouse. I have a Wi-Fi jetpack, uh, notebook, anything else that I need for the day. Webcam up for doing online training. So having that moment of going to work and coming home from work, even when it's just you in your apartment, and it could be something as simple as a kitchen counter or a small desk, but anywhere you have to create that ritual and routine for yourself helps. Um, I think throughout the workday, yeah, throughout the workday, having a dog really also helps <laughs> um, because I have to go outside at lunch with her um, and she will let me know if I am working too late through lunch because she has big feelings about that. <laughs> so just building in those, those breaks throughout your day. Um, and making sure you get up from your desk, because it does sound silly, but it is really easy, especially if you're working alone from home, to look up and realize three or four hours have passed, you haven't eaten lunch, um, you know, you've gotten a lot done, but you just, you don't feel great. So <laughs> building in those those routines that you naturally line in the office for being at home to the extent that we can in these particularly unusual times, I think is a really big key to success. I love that. That's great advice. I think my routine I kind of figured out is the moment I take off my PJs and put on some normal clothes, that's when my workday starts. So <laughs> yeah, I guess it's really about finding what works for you. I, I love that. I love that magazine rack idea. That's, that's such a great idea. Yeah, just something to make it really feel like your workday is beginning because you won't have all those rituals of going to the office, saying hello, getting your coffee, whatever else it may be. 
Um, I also think it's really helpful to have a pre-work morning routine. So it could be something as simple as like making a cup of coffee for yourself and reading the news in the morning. In my case, I usually take my dog on a 30 minute to 60 minute walk every morning, which helps a lot. But just something that replaces that commute time to kind of get you ready to enter the day. And for me, it really helps to get outside and spend some time outside my house. <laughs> now, do you maintain regular work hours like nine to five or are you, do you tend to work more in the morning, more at night? Um, I work the regular Leadership Institute office hours, same okay. as everybody else. Um, what I tend to do though is to the extent that I can during the week, uh, I try to schedule meetings all clustered around certain days or certain times. So we have a lot of internal meetings on Mondays. I have um, more internal meetings on Thursdays. And so just use those big chunks of time as bedrocks in my schedule and then you know, if a random meeting request comes up or something else to talk about something, try to work around those Monday, Thursday days when I expect to be doing more meetings, more talking, <laughs> mm -hmm. and save Tuesday, Thursdays, and in particular Friday as days where I can work on longer form projects. Because um, one of the longer form projects I've been working on for LI is, is a really, really long, substantial writing piece mm -hmm. um, for a project. And so having that dedicated time, being like, okay, Fridays are pretty much always writing or editing days because it is a ton of work, a lot of words, a lot of time. Um, mm -hmm. And that and that helps me a lot. So I think it really comes down to too, when you work from home, you do have a, a degree of more flexibility. So just making sure you're, you know, honest about how much work you're doing and also honest about your, your work habits, behaviors, how you work best and most efficiently. Um, you do have that freedom to schedule your day, but batching tasks together, like I just described for me, has been really helpful to manage yeah. and optimize it. Okay. Um, and then also, how how do you kind of communicate with your coworkers? Do you like more meetings, so online, you know, web chats, or do you enjoy communicating over email, group chats? How do you usually work around that? This is a really good question because I think this is the number one challenge with working remotely. Um, for me, it's oftentimes challenging because I'm the remote person on an in-office team. Now, of course, we're pretty much all remote, so we're all figuring out how to do this all together. But I think what's missing when you work remote and what can become challenging is just those little moments of camaraderie. So, you know, mm -hmm. communication still, like most offices, predominantly takes place through email or through formal meetings. But a lot of that informal communication can be great on a tool like Teams or Slack, where you can sort of mix in a more casual back and forth environment. Um, and also replacing some of those things that could be emails when it makes sense with a quick phone call or even with a video call. Um, I think a video call in particular is great because when you can see somebody, you just feel more sort of connected to that person. You're able to observe body language, so you get more out of the conversation and I think form a stronger relationship with that person. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, we're all working together at least 40 hours a week. So we want to make sure we're part of a team, feeling like part of a team and feeling connected to each other, especially at a time when we're all scattered in different places and different locations. And those tools can be really helpful to give it that, that human and personal touch. <laughs> yeah. So for my last question, um, what is your favorite thing about working from home besides staying in your PJs? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so I would say favorite thing about working from home is obviously having my dog as my in-office coworker. She does not work hard. Um, she sleeps all day. <laughs> Pretty much all of her ideas for things we could do are 
not super productive. She's very into digging and not destroying <laughs> dog toys, but she's a great little friend. <laughs> and no matter where I go or what I'm doing, if I look around, she's probably like a foot behind me. So she's a fun little shadow and it's nice to have a, a dog friend. <laughs> That's perfect. And, and as anyone who follows me on Instagram knows, I love her too much. <laughs> so for, I guess this is my last question. Um, what advice would you have for somebody um, who on their free time, they want to learn some things or they have more free time now that they are working from home? Where can they go? What resources are there for them? Great question. So a lot of things are moving online right now, just given the times we're all living in. The Leadership Institute has done the same thing. So LI is offering online-only workshops over the next, I think it's now scheduled out six to eight weeks. And there's everything from career stuff to campaigns to fundraising to digital, which is what I work on at the Leadership Institute. So there's all sorts of different workshops available. You can check those out at leadershipinstitute.org slash training and see all the sign-up information there. And beyond that, you know, I, I think we're honestly going to see a lot of innovation in online education over the next two weeks, whether it's in-person events moving online, companies making webinars and other tools available online, or even potentially some big conferences um, that were canceled or have to be delayed trying to find a way to communicate and connect people remotely. So um, it's an exciting time for some of those changes, although, of course, we all wish that the drive for those changes were something different. So definitely. Yeah, lots of opportunities, lots of lots of resources available online, um, and a good way to stay connected with the with the outside world at a time when we can feel very separate in our homes or apartments or wherever you may be. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Abby, for joining me uh, on the Lead Your Future podcast. I really liked having you as my guest today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you everyone for listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. Please subscribe and share with your friends, family, and anyone else you can think of. And please leave a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for the next episode. My name is Tiffany Roberts from the Leadership Institute, and you're listening to the Lead Your Future podcast. The Lead Your Future podcast is produced by Tiffany Roberts with support from Jared Cummings. If you want to learn more about the Leadership Institute and see behind-the-scenes photos, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to Leadership Institute on YouTube.